Hello, my name is uh, Eric, and you're listening to the Drowning Fish Podcast. I have a great brother of mine, um, name is Marquise, joining me today. Hello, everybody. Back for the second time. Yeah. It's been a little bit. What was the name of that podcast? Oh, it was something I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me or something? Or is this thing on? No, no, you said something fucking hilarious. Hold on. I can't remember what it was. Do you like jazz? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're like, do you like jazz? (laughs) You're in an infomercial. Yeah, man, we got rudely interrupted by Tommy. Tommy Versetti. So, we were talking before this podcast started just like 30 minutes 40 minutes worth of talking yeah what the fuck's going on dude um people are fucking idiots but it's not their fault but it is at the same time it's weird We got into the conversation by initially, I guess we were, I told him about the Great Reset. Very big topic in like our little community, which is very interesting. Um, But essentially what it is, is, I don't know. I really don't know, but it's very interesting to watch videos on. What are you thinking? Global agenda. Yeah. So we were discussing, or we were talking about how obviously who runs the world and it's rich people, people of billions and trillions of dollars. Money, power, influence. Influence, yeah. What is the Great Reset, man? What do you? So we saw the Great Reset uh, video on YouTube, and it's as we were watching these videos. Doesn't it look like a fucking presentation? To it's it's like we're they're trying to sell us something. The the vivid the vivid colors, the PowerPoint presentation, the two bubbles that came up, yeah. the music. Yeah. It looks like a module. Like an introduction to something. It does. It definitely does. Um, hmm. I didn't even think about it like that when we were watching it. But now that you say it, I can't remove that thought or that image. Because it does look like a presentation. Like imagine when we were in school and we had to do a group project over who knows what why orange is orange but the point is that's exactly what it looks like theirs is just better yeah a lot better looks like google docs presentation award goes to this (laughs) yeah i mean that you guys should look it up because it looks like it's uh funded by what looks like the world economic form and before we watched this we were talking about the like the g7 g6 
the G9, I believe now it is, Summit, where a bunch of, like, it's the most powerful countries come together at this big meeting. Um, and there's another one. It's it's like a, like an environmental one. Because I know Leonardo DiCaprio is actually really big into environmental shit. Um, I'm not familiar with the name of that other one. It's the one where uh, I think Donald Trump, their administration, they backed out of it. And then as soon as Joe Biden got in, they... Is it the, the uh, Paris, World Health Organization? I think it's the... Oh, fuck. I want to say like a fucking... Let me type it in. Let me search it for my phone because I don't want the key, keyboard to clack. Hey, man. Jink. Dude. Is it the uh, United Nations Paris Climate Agreement? Dude, was that in 2016? Is that like an actual... Wow. That was... Uh, that was an actual agreement that uh, we signed into, I believe. Um, or we didn't sign into, but we we were a part of uh, our country. And there was 195 countries sign up. Um, let me see. I'm just doing some more... Uh, it's basically to advocate that we're in a it's not global warming huh. climate um, climate change I don't know why I was so <laughs> fucking lost on climate change it's like a climate change basically an agenda to push us to believing that we're in a climate change um, mode right now or have been for some time. We have been. I mean, but isn't I mean, that's why they changed it from global warming to climate change because our obviously earth is evolving just like a human would. Absolutely. Right? And I think that the earth obviously has a time span like or like a, a lifeline, right? And some crazy space event could happen. That throws us off, throws us off our axis, right? Like a big ass asteroid could come by and like fuck up our gravitational pull just a little bit, and then like we get too cold, we end up like fucking Mars, all right? But I think that you know science at a deep level understands that, and they're like, "Yo, we gotta like really get on the same page, like, cause we're." We don't know what the fuck is out there, okay? Right? We're just a, we know we're just a fucking big ass floating rock in the in the galaxy, all right? How the fuck do we get out there? Right? That's that's the curse of our you know consciousness is like we understand that the fucking world is bigger than just where we are where we are, but there's a lot of fucking dumbasses and people who just aren't on the same level or they just don't even care about that they don't care about humanity's you know extended future because we're on a time frame as we're alive all right and we want to do as much as we can but we also have been progressing civilization and humanity 
at a rating, which is like very crazy. Because from the 60s, or I guess I want to say from World War II, so the 1940s, until the 60s, I mean, there was a lot of progression as far as, like, we went from basically gasoline to rocket fuel, (laughs) you know, where we're in space by the 60s. We were just, you know, bombing the shit out of each other, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So... We understand how fucking destructive we can be, right? And, like, these governments are like, yo, we're at a real crazy fucking point, you know? So, the infighting, that shit got stopped. Yeah. But maybe they they don't fucking vocalize it like that because they like to do evil shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, they kind of have to, man. They, this is why, um... In the fifties, the CIA conducted multiple fucking LSD studies. Um, it's even like a like Harvard even did it, the Harvard study. Um, and we were just talking about this earlier, how literally every medicine or vaccine at some point, scientists, you know, if they add a molecule or if they subtract a molecule, that shit can be super deadly. If it, it could not be, but it could potentially be super deadly. Just imagine, you know, being that doctor that, oops, I forgot to add that molecule. <laughs> this fucking kills like a shit ton of people, dude. No. <laughs> Back in the day, like, they didn't have, I'm sure they had great machines, but they don't have the technology we have now. Like, Absolutely. I was watching a movie where they put something in a vial when it literally turns it. I don't know if you've ever seen those machines. Yeah. Uh, it's basically what they would do back in the day, but they did it by hand. Yeah. Um, I would just hate to be a doctor that fucks that up. <laughs> and so we it, we super advanced our technology, and now it's done by fucking robots. Yes. So of course, it, like it's not like we were like I said at the beginning of this conversation before we even started talking. All right. We don't live in the 1930s anymore. Right, we we are an advanced civilization, as far as in comparison to the rest of the timeline before us. There's never been a better time to be alive, ever. And motherfuckers were having to fight lions and tigers <laughs> just to get by. Okay, yeah, dude. So, you know, we live in fucking America, right? This greatest fucking country on earth. Of course, we're gonna have. We're. It's not gonna. Why would it take us? How long? What's the time frame? How long do you expect it to take to make a vaccine nowadays? Right, ten years? Like no, we've been doing this shit for years and years and years and years, right? Yeah. And bad sicknesses come around. This is just one of them. Spanish flu is one of them. Fucking swine flu is one of them. Polio epidemic. You know the Black Plague. These are all things that have historically. Killed a shit ton of people, right? Once we figured that shit out, we were good. But they didn't have the benefit of fucking robots, right? Things are done at a faster rate. You can do more trials and shit. Like it's in all the content that people are consuming. They see the shit, you know. So I don't know. I'm just so lost. No, I mean I get it as to why people are so opposed to it. I get it. And I get it, though. I, I get 
I mean, I get both sides, man. Um, you're vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated. And when you got vaccinated, I was super on board. I was like, man, I have to get vaccinated. Um, one, it's one of the most responsible things you can do if you are not in great shape, if you're old, um, if you got a weak immune system, autoimmune disorder. It's a smart choice to do if, you know, there's a, a high chance that you might get COVID and die if you don't get this vaccine. And you would you much rather get the vaccine and deal with the aftermath of that than potentially get COVID and die. Because we know what's going to happen. Because we know what's going to happen. Because you know you know that if you have an autoimmune disorder and you're already in bad shape, you're probably gonna die. Yeah. So I get it when it's that and you know that's the most responsible thing to do for yourself. Uh, obviously, if you're in a health, you know if you're working out there and you're a medical doctor or a nurse, obviously you want to get vaccinated so you don't get sick and you can continue to work. Right. The only reason why I haven't got vaccinated is because I've seen this new Delta shit that's coming out. So many people are getting it without or with them being vaccinated. And it's hurting the people that aren't vaccinated. So it's like hospitalizing more children. Obviously, children are the last to get vaccinated because at the beginning, the CDC said the children are not, you know, they can be contagious, but they're, it's really unlikely for them to die. Yeah. And my question is, why the fuck is it targeting people with already terrible immune systems, people that are old, the elderly, or super, like, overweight? Or just out of shape. Of course, it's killed some people that's been in great shape. It's I've read about that too. But man, I'm such in an open-minded space right now that, it, like you said earlier, if you can think it, it can most definitely happen. And if this was a simulation, you would just want to get rid of people that's clouding up your storage for the simulation or you're just weeding out the week and oh oops I deleted that file that was a good (laughs) file should have deleted that I yeah we'll be okay it's just one or two but the rest other you know the week they'll be all right dude that's such an interesting thought because Like you just said, if you can think it, if I can think it, imagine what somebody with money, power, and influence could do. That did not help. (laughs) I just cracked open a beer and the fucking, your microphone picked it up. Oh, that's funny. Um, It's okay, man. They complain about the subtleties of being a human or small errors. Small errors, man. It's always a, it's always a small errors that people like to critique. They don't take... 
they don't take the fucking the bigger picture, the, the bigger picture or what they're missing out in is a different opinion from yours. Yeah. I when we were younger, we would hear the term think outside the box yeah. a lot. And whenever I heard it, I would never understand. I couldn't even imagine what that fucking means. Think outside of the box. But I figured it out a few weeks ago. And I just say that it's listening to someone else's opinion. I think that's thinking outside of the box in every way that the term means at that. Because the box is yourself. Uh, what the fuck else are you going to think of, think outside of, you know? And so when I came to that, like, realization, like, you can just listen to people and, like, people are fucking idiots. Yeah, man. I mean, that's a, yeah, I didn't, I never thought about listening to other people's opinions. Uh, I've always thought about, out like, think outside of your potential because I never even considered other people's opinions until you just said that. I mean, I not that I never considered people's opinions, but not I never, in the way that not you just the, heard me say it. Right? right, not in the way like if someone says "think outside the box," I'm gonna be like, okay, I just have to think outside my brain. Not hey, maybe I should go grab another pair of eyes and examine this or hear me out and see what they think. Yeah, it's always uh, internal. For me. That's our narcissism. Yeah, and ego. Yeah. It's like, mm, what can what do I know that, <laughs> <laughs> that another person might potentially know? Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I never thought about that. That's a that's a good It's a good way for me to like view life because I I think of my success that I have and I don't have any fucking success. I'm fucking poor. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm so fucking happy. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't really have a lot of things that stress me out. Sometimes I'll talk to people and their opinion is so damn radical that I'm like, yo, you are a fucking like virus. Right. Get the fuck away from me. You know, like you're the shit that has people out here confused. You know, and what that means to me is just that, you know. You're so one-minded, so narcissistic, right? Where the only box that even fucking matters is your own. Fuck off. Like, bye. I don't like those people. And I'm pretty vocal about it, you know? And I, let, I tend to let them know. So that's why, it, for me, I was just like, man, thinking outside of the box, huh? That seems like a pretty easy concept Not if I really sit there and think about it. Yeah, man, it's, I mean, there's more people that, I I feel like I get what you're saying, and I, I don't want to be like, yeah, you know, we're the same, because mentally, I think like that, too. What I, I listen to, I listen to, like, a terrible opinion, or just something, like, it's not even an opinion, it could just be a sentence and it's just words coming out of a human body with 
low IQ or just a low characteristic value for themselves. Like how much do you value yourself? That is, that speaks volumes into what you say to a person, Mm -hmm. especially a person that you value. Absolutely. But, um, Obviously, I say dumb shit all the time. Yeah, you do. That's just that's just who, who I am internally because I question ever I question myself. And I feel like I know myself more than other people. I'm like, yeah, you know, I would would I love to sleep in on my day off? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not I'm not one of those people that wake up at 5 a.m. every fucking day. I know for I I know myself. I know that if I see a donut, I'm like, I'm probably going to eat it because I know myself. It's just like, I don't know if there was an apple or a donut, if you would eat the donut or the apple, un- unless you told me. I eat the apple for sure. I don't like donuts. Dude, I, it's all about discipline. Yeah, right? discipline and, and self-respect and value, man. And Dude. that's what I was trying to get to is a yeah. lot of people, a lot of people don't value themselves. So that not only themselves, but I mean, you can be in great physical shape, but you can be the biggest fucking idiot in the world. And that's how a lot of people are, dude. Like a lot of people, these Instagram models, I'm not saying that I talk to fucking Instagram models, (laughs) but when I, if I see their content or I hear them speak, I'm just like, man, you sound like a fucking idiot right now. And that's just me judging from the outside because I don't know them. But a lot of people are just, they're either, dude, I don't even know what the fuck I'm getting to. Oh, keep going. You got a point. I fucking just lost it. Oh, there it I, I think I was just trying to get to that. You're... Oh, I was trying to get to that. Some of the greatest thinkers, some of the greatest uh, like comedians of all time. You look at them, they don't look like an Instagram model. They look like a fucking dad bod, bro. And it's because they're it's because you, you put your time into something so much that you neglect some you neglect something. Right. So you're. You have to have the discipline to work on whatever you desire. If you desire a great body, you're going to work on a great body. If you desire intelligence, you're going to do what intelligent people would do is read, learn, listen. Yeah. So it's what people like. If you value yourself, you're going to internally know yourself more than other people. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I, damn, dude, you're good at putting something into a visual for me. And um, when I think about that, it's like you can choose to be whatever you want to be and whoever you want to be. It's all about how much do you desire it. Right. So, like, once you find something, that like you want to commit to then you should just commit 
because life is fleeting and you know the things you do now they have consequence later on all right the person that you are now when you're you know 5 years from now if you make a dumbass decision you're going to be like damn cuz life is like we're happening it's happening right now so you have to be very conscious about all the decisions that you make is this decision that i'm making right now how is it going to how could it affect my life in 5 years if i do it, if i don't do it the way i should right we know what we should be doing all the time we know what we should be doing but we always fighting it all right we're always fighting our natural order right Life doesn't have to be so complicated, right? Do what the fuck you want to do. Do what you should be doing. And, like, be disciplined in it. So, but, like, at the same time, don't fight your nature. You know? If you don't want to go to the gym that day, don't go to the gym. But don't wait so fucking long that you just fall off and then now you really don't care. Right, like life is a battle in which you're always fighting your brain. So you gotta respect it. Respect the person that you can be. Have some dignity. Right? Do what you gotta do to get what you want. Because we all have wants and desires. And we're just privileged enough to even have this type of society and protection that we can formulate these thoughts because pe there's other people in the world in different countries that are struggling, right? Like, I wouldn't want to fucking be living in Venezuela. <laughs> like, yeah. that's not a developed society. Nothing wrong with Venezuela. It, I'm, it's a beautiful country, and I would love to visit there. But the people there, are, they really don't have the best lives, right? Like, we're lucky enough to have plumbing. You know how hard it is to starve in this country? Even as a homeless person, you see them all the time. They're, they ain't starving. <laughs> They're, They're just, just homeless. begging. <laughs> and, but like, we know, we see the homeless people, right? And it's like, damn, that could be me because you're not special, right? You keep making these bad decisions. That's just a, a, an example of, you know, what life could be, right? And so you have to respect them. Everybody's just so above everything, but we're all humans. We're all out here doing the struggle. So it's all, I, it's a matter of like, we don't respect ourselves as humans, right? Like I, I love dogs kind of sort. I'm more of a cat guy, but like, I, I've always thought it was radical when it, like people be like, oh man, I'd save a dog over a human. <laughs> What? <laughs> if I had the choice, like I'm gonna save the human, right? I respect the dog, and I and if I can save both, what's wrong with that? But like, I'm gonna save the human first. That person, it, th that's me. <laughs> what if I was a human that you absolutely hated? I'd save my worst enemy. No fucking way, dude. Fuck them, dude. If it was my dog or. A person I just had a falling out with, I'd be like, nah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm saving my dog. Because one, my dog's young. He's almost a year. He's going to live if I treat him good. 
and don't punch them in the chest another 15 years, probably 10 to 15. That human is like, I'm trying to like not think about it or not have that person in my life. So obviously I would save my dog. Right. But you would also have to live with the fact that you let another fine human being die. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. See, and my, I mean, fuck. Hey, th- now you're making me feel bad. I, you don't have to feel bad, right? That's just your opinion, right? But like, I, I'm a human, and you know, I'm like, damn, all humans can be great. Like, I want to see everybody winning, everybody. And I, it's my, it's my thinking that the government needs and has right now is, I'm gonna do what's best for me. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's not. But at the same time, when it, when it becomes an agenda, it can be. Or when it, you know, if a business has such a desire to push a product, they're going to put all their power and influence and money and people to just push that agenda. Absolutely. As you should. I'm not saying that I believe you shouldn't do what you got to do because at the end of the day, it's your life. Right. However, that it doesn't have to be bad. You know, it doesn't have to be wicked. There's a lot of wickedness in the world. Right. We see it all the time. And like I'm a, I'm a very big proponent of like survival of the fittest. You know, there's people out here who just don't give a fuck. OK, don't give a fuck. But you got to live with that. I don't, I'm not going to care more than you care. Right. But if the people who listen to me, right, if they if I see them, I seen this picture and uh, I think it was like those. Those who are uh, uh, in front of you, right, you have or it was like those who are beside you, respect them, those who are behind you, protect them. And then those who are in front of you, you know, um, what was it? confront them all right but that confrontation i don't believe it has to be physical right because i respect human life you know like shit shit's hard for every fucking body right just the like if you grow up in like a society like ours where we know how much potential we have and then like say you're an intelligent being and you're poor you don't have any room to like really make the impact that you want to make. Like I imagine that it's very depressing. Yeah, one. Uh, it's probably the worst thing you could take to your grave, other than your your corp, your corp, your corpse. You know, is probably the unfulfilled talent that was gone to waste in the farm fields. When you could have been the next Albert Einstein. Yeah. And that's like you were saying, man, if you are the next Albert Einstein, then that comes with discipline. That comes with waking up, grabbing a cup of coffee and having a piece of bread every fucking day. That's how they lived back in the day. I don't know. I don't know who the next Albert Einstein might be now. It's probably Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, the ultra rich, but 
if we're putting them in that category right now, there is somebody out there who is going to invent something so fucking crazy and radical. It's going to change the world. Absolutely. And they're probably in fucking Cuba. Who knows, dude? Yeah. But back to where you were saying, if there's a higher percentage that that person is probably here in the developed country. Exactly. Um, that potential that we have in this amazing country is exponentially higher than a kid in Cuba who has nothing and yeah. is a communist country. Yeah. So I get what you're saying. And to what I, what I want to put in or my input, if I'm the leader or fuck, I, we kind of are the leaders of the United States, man. It's the people. So if I'm the leader, I'm definitely going to do what's best for me. I'm going to want to contribute to society by let's face it, fucking money. You make money, you pay a pretty good substantial amount of money, pay your taxes. The government's not going to fuck with you at all. Yeah. There you're going to be good unless you make a dumb fuck mistake. Yeah. Like there's a game. Like if you know your laws, right, they're playing a game and they're like, everybody's invited. Yeah, like mono- <laughs> it's literally Monopoly <laughs> on a fucking Everybody's rounder. invited, right? That's the beautiful part of capitalism, right? Like capitalism is fucking dope, but you just got to be like, all right, I guess I got to play their little stupid ass game so I can have a productive life so that I maybe you're not the next Albert Einstein, but your kid can be, all right? So, like, when people start respecting, uh, respecting family, you know, and those values, like, the right values, you know, then we can have a much more productive society. Because while, you know, it, that, that lifestyle doesn't suit everybody, you know, me living in Las Vegas really opened my eyes up to, you know a lot of things in comparison to living here um and like city life is not bad i'm not trying to push a city life agenda i'm not getting paid for that shit (laughs) but you know just having access to like it's just so fucking convenient right you can put your focus on other things you know and that's not to say that we don't need you know farmers and you know all the other shit but like just stay in your lane you know like cities have to operate differently than like farm life you know because when you're when the population gets bigger you know you have more room for error right that's why there's so much violent crime in um large cities like chicago right like there's so there's a lot of room for error because there's so much more density, you know? So, of course, they're going to be like, hey, fix this shit. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. So, like, I don't want to fucking play their game. Like, I didn't want to get vaccinated. But I'm like, I care about my health more than other people care about anything. 
or like and when i say anything i mean like some people don't care about their health that's their decision right they got to deal with those consequences themselves right however i do know that young people are getting sick and i had the flu a couple years ago had to go to the hospital from just the flu regular old flu and i was like man i already had covid and luckily it wasn't that bad for me but i have a buddy who i used to play xbox with all right and this dude he got covid three times and I, I just remember him getting COVID three times, right? And the first time it wasn't that bad, but the second time it was pretty fucking bad. The third time it wasn't bad. And he lives, he, he was working at a job where, you know, he high exposure, you know, so. But, um, I mean, when it was bad that second time, I was like, that's a game I do not want to play. I, I see people are dying. Right. Maybe there's not a lot of young people dying, but I'm fucking young right now. And I don't even want to play that game. Right. I have a vision for my life and I have dignity to see it. Got to see it through my boy. Yeah. Man, I just I want to wait it out till I get my vaccine. I'm not saying that I'm against it or I'm for it. But. I just want to wait it out, dude. I want to see what happens first. Do it. Hey. Um. I mean, I'll get the vaccine, man. And at some point, it's probably going to become mandated. I mean, absolutely. Everyone in the health industry had to get it. Um. I'm not 100% sure about military, but I'm pretty sure they I, had to. I think there was just a mandate where public workers are now required to get vaccinated and um like wear a mask it may be in certain cities but i yeah and microsoft and google are not allowing uh, employees to come back to work if they're not vaccinated so it's just it's those things man that there's gonna be loopholes around you know um obviously back in the day or maybe not even back in the day man but um well i don't know man it's like the flu shot now you know they give it every year and I haven't had the flu shot since I was a kid. But it's not mandatory that you go and get the flu shot. Yeah. We have, like, we can develop herd immunity. I think enough people get the flu shot a year. Like, how many people are actually out there getting flu shots? Is it more than people who aren't? Yeah, I mean... Are we I don't developing even... a herd... Um, because, like, dude, the flu fucks people up. Yeah, fuck yeah, it fucks people up. I like had that, I'm pretty there. sure that's like the number one cause. Of, it was the number one cause of death for a long time throughout the world. All right. But like we I think we've developed a herd immunity to it, to And like, you know, through evolution, because evolution's real. Right. Um, I think through evolution and just, you know, and it doesn't even have to be evolution. It could be genetics, right? Like people are, you know, intermingling a whole lot more and that builds different genetics. And, you know, some people aren't just aren't affected by the flu as bad. But some of us are, you know, 
I, like mating is very interesting. I think it's a very important ordeal that you go through in life because if you really do respect humanity, right? Like you wouldn't just mate with the first thing that like comes your direction, right? It depends on population too. Because if you're in a bigger population, you get a bigger, yeah, a bigger scale, you know, like. A but if it's something that bigger. you really give a shit about, right? You're gonna put yourself well, in a situation. Yeah, but where, dude, most like, people mating, don't. Yeah, but like, imagine if the ones who are still around, like, it's something that I think about, and it, it's like imagine that you know there's a lot of people thinking about that. I don't know. I, I think that it's something you we should take into consideration a lot more. Right? Because I mean you humans can get crazy. Like we're not any different than dogs when it comes to mating, right? Like you make some dogs together and like you get some fucking crazy beast. Yeah. Apparent like apparently Yao Ming is he was bred by the Chinese government. I wouldn't fucking doubt it. But like, I mean, you if can you look it up and like it's forward knowledge or something like that. Like his parents, like not bred, but like his parents were selected and, you know, they just. Yeah, man. And made a super baby. At some point, you know, we have genetically modified vegetables and fruits now. We have fucking corn being produced in a lab. I'm pretty sure we can genetically modify kids now or. Yeah. Embryos. Yeah. And I, I think it's... The super wealthy, dude. Like, we're getting into Blade Runner territory. <laughs> we're, we're so done, dude, after this. We're getting killed at like 1 a.m. in our sleep. Oh, fuck, man. Hey, um, I'm not going to bother me because I'm dead. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I mean, if I was... Uh, if I was super rich and wealthy and I knew that skin cancer ran in my family and I was having a kid and I could potentially potentially remove that strand of DNA because that's what cancer is. It's DNA. Um, and a lot of us already have potential cancer DNA. It's just not active. Yeah. So if we could take that DNA away and be like, you know what? I don't want my kid in future generation to deal with skin cancer. I'm pretty sure at some point we'll be able to do that. But once we get to playing God and once we get to playing, Oh yeah. You know, the deeper level of, of thinking we're going to create something so radical that it's going to hurt somebody. And there's going to be errors too. Like you took out the wrong DNA. Now the kid doesn't have a nose. Yeah. I think if we weren't supposed to do it, we wouldn't be able to do it. Like when I imagine humans, like we're just creating ourselves, but it's much more deeper than fucking, you know, like we're developing our personalities and developing the life that we're going to live for the rest of our lives and then you can take that down like to our molecular level 
right? Like we're creating ourselves, like, you know, that's what making babies is. Like we're creating a copy of us, right? Like it's, it's really interesting when you view it like that. And so imagine the top or like the, the aces of our being, you know, they're like, hey, we need to keep creating and making ourselves better. It's a, per it's a perpetual process. Yeah, man. So it's, it's crazy, man, because we've gotten to a point in science where we know that at certain, it's kind of like driving a car, man. It's every, you know, three to six, it just depends what kind of car you drive, but every 3,000 or 6,000 miles, you want to get your oil changed. At every 10,000, you want to get your tires rotated. At every 100,000, you got to get your timing belt or timing chain replaced. Little things like that. And it, it's funny because it, science now knows that, hey, at 25, your your frontal lobe cortex is done like or it's not done, but it, it becomes active, I think, is uh, what's going on in your, like, high-risk, uh, low-reward type of energy start coming in. This is when, like, a lot of 25, 26-year-olds are like, holy fuck, I'm 25 or 26. <laughs> like, I need to get my shit together. <laughs> We're almost 25. I'll be 25 in September. No, wait. Holy shit, dude. I'm 23. What am I thinking? Dude, I'm 20, I'll be 24, but it's coming up. Right. Um, I don't know why the hell I was thinking I was about to turn 25, bro. Damn, Jesus. Dude, we're wise. Um, we feel older than what we are. My back sure does. God <laughs> damn. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I had to take off work Friday because I have a very flat foot, and I tend to wear flat shoes. I don't know why. I just think they look better. <laughs> but um dude i couldn't put any pressure on my foot so i was like yeah good thing i work out you know like my foot feels a lot better but i imagine that if i were just fucking around forever right like imagine i'm 30 like this pain just kept getting worse no i need to address that trauma asap i don't want to fucking let that shit get worse yeah I mean, it's it's like that with everything, man. I had yeah. fucking I have scoliosis now and in, in high school, and I still go to the chiropractor. Um, obviously, you don't want to go every fucking week, but at some point, it, it was at a point where I had to go every week. Those things had to become addressed, yeah, in an early life, so I wouldn't be in a fucked up position later in life. And dude, if you don't start addressing the things that you need to be like. That's why I say the things you do now, they have a consequence, right? Like if you're 20 and you're still around here dicking around, <laughs> right? Six years from now, you're probably going to be dicking around for the rest of your life because science tells us that like once you turn 25, dude, you're kind of stuck in your ways. Yep. For the most part. So like it's better to develop great habits when you're young and you can become like a functioning member of society because let's face it dude some people are out here living like fucking bums intentionally and it's like you don't even have to like why would you prefer that for yourself and then they're breeding 
Oh, dude. Uh, that's fucking hilarious, dude. I think that our front uh, cortex lobe, our frontal cortex lobe, prefrontal cortex, pre-frontal cortex lobe uh, became active at a younger age for us, maybe. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of people having the conversations that we have at our age. They're mostly like out drinking, which there's nothing wrong with having fun. Um, but. For the most part, they're not fucking doing much other than dicking around. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that go off to college, a lot of people that go into society and get a job and contribute to society, but they're still not having a conversation, yeah. conversations that we are. I know a lot of people who would hear this con- our conversations and be like, you guys are out of your fucking minds. Yeah. Like, call us crazy and just fucking... Maybe we are crazy. Maybe we're just... It doesn't feel wrong, though. Maybe we're like mad scientists. Perhaps. Daddy, get out of my laboratory. Mad genius. Uh, and we need people like that. We need people that are going to listen to each other and just think outside the box. Yeah, man, we need to remove the conflict because we already know what type of destruction that we can cause to just even on a personal level, right? Like we could start fucking fist fighting right now, <laughs> right? And I could fuck you up or you could fuck me up, right? Like it turned into like a fucking Kill Bill scene, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Isabel comes in and we fucking knives behind her back, you know, like in the opening scene of Kill Bill or not opening scene. Well. Is that the opening scene where they fight? Dude, I can't remember. I watched that movie like so fucking long ago. Shout out Quentin Tarantino. Amazing. You think he's out here trying to fight people? Fuck no. He's walking and prancing around his little hut coming up with his 10th movie. But that's what uh, that's what makes crazy fucking people so valuable to the media and entertainment industry, man, is people like him who just come up with a movie so vivid, dude, that it's going to be stuck in my generation, my kid's generation. I'm going to sit my kids down and make them watch that movie. Absolutely. I'm going to be like, look at this. We're watching all 10. Kind of like, I don't know, man. Like back in the day, I know the, the parents would probably put on a recorder and be like, this was what I used to listen to. Like, I want my kids to be cultured in my culture, what I grew up in. And that's why I fucking buy these books, like the books that I have. I haven't read all of them, but the ones that I, ha- I have, um, you know, they're going to be with me forever, dude, unless my shit burns down. Right. And one day I'm going to have this huge library that my kid can go into and be like, dad selected these by hand because... They meant something to him. So why should I or why not pick out a book? And my dad read these words and it probably altered his way of thinking. Absolutely. That's what I want in my fucking life as a, as when I become a dad. Yeah. And tr- like teach my children what I know. Yeah. And to do that. That's not something that people even fucking value, you know? And I think those, those are the destructive ones, 
right? The ones who don't value the evolution of like humans and development of us because life is fleeting, right? You could be a astrophysicist or you could be a pimp, right? But regardless of what you are, you know, what did you contribute to society, right? Pimps don't really contribute shit other than chaos. And I don't know where I was going with that, but the point is, is that I, I guess a pimp doesn't value legacy. Like a pimp values what's happening right now, right? And people who value legacy tend to be a little bit more successful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And there's some people, dude, that, and I know uh, because I've, I mean, I, I love music and I'm a huge, big fan of Logic. And he uh, he has a song, I think it's called Le- Legacy or Legend. Legacy. 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 And it's just, it's like a 10 minute fucking song, dude. And it's him basically telling a story about how this legend, like wannabe legend became so fucking successful that he neglected his family. And you just have to balance it all, you know? Um, So you have to know you, I mean, I'm not saying that a pimp isn't worth anything in society, but he is definitely worth a a more successful man a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, in my eyes, I'm, you can call me a piece of shit, is worth a lot more than that pimp to society. Yeah, it, it, the, a pimp's life is not any less valuable no, yeah, than a CEO's life. life. But their lifestyle? Their contribution to society. There's a difference, right? And the moment people understand that, right, that it becomes a different type of point of view. And I value people like that, like pimps, dude. Just imagine the shit that they know that the CEO doesn't. Exactly. And the, it's always the it's always uh, I don't know, man. It's always like those gangsters, uh, like back in the day, the Italian mafia. Yeah. It's always uh, some scumbum who yeah. used to run with the mafia is now a dad and out of the mafia. Right. Who is always the wisest, like Robert De Niro. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, son, don't do that. Don't go to that corner. Don't hang out in that fucking yeah. restaurant. We need them, right? And it's they're just like, he's just a bus driver. Yeah. But he knows so fucking much. <laughs> like, he's like, dude, I got life by, by the balls, man. Uh-huh. And I might be making $11 a week, but I know, like, I'd rather be making $11 a week than sitting on that fucking s- corner. Sitting in that corner in that restaurant waiting for the next shipping to come in yeah like i can maintain this and have like and be like okay like all right i don't feel like i have to live on the edge right yeah and there's some there's value in that it's just what you value man because there's people that have everyday jobs and they're like man i love my fucking job yeah but if you don't fucking love your job now then be aware of that don't be like don't go to work every day and in a shit fucking mood because your life sucks and you have no goddamn uh, discipline to make your life better. Yeah. You should want to go into work if you hate your job with, hey, I'm going to get the fuck out of here one day. I'm going to bust ass because that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Other than 
you know just like oh, i fucking hate coming to work i'm gonna make everybody else's experience their shitty is yeah fine. like and that's how you'll out. be remembered too yeah like you can first impressions matter you know and but when your first impressions matter if you don't see that person a lot but like if you're working around someone and your personality is going to come out it always happens so i think it's better for you to if you don't like somewhere right yeah you may have to be there for now but it's nothing but to do it like to look for something that you are going to be able to function all right a lot of people out here just down bad in need of like trauma therapy or something like people need to go to therapy yeah and address your traumas and like remove your damage that way you can become a functioning member of society because regardless of what happened to you in the past it can have a lot of trauma right it's like you can get totaled as a person okay <laughs> but that doesn't mean you have to give up right because crazy shit happens all the time and if you ain't dead you might as well just keep fucking going right just because it's just because you're down bad doesn't mean you got to stop right you got to have the discipline to be like fuck i just lost my arm it sucks but like i, I didn't die so what the fuck can i do to get a replacement right how can i replace this you think pirates were out here just giving up because they lost an arm or a leg? <laughs> no. They're trying to get that treasure. They're, they're going for the gold, baby. <laughs> X marks the spot, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, they were losing eyes. Like, <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> How did they lose eyes? I don't know. Why do they it's all iconic, have, though. <laughs> why do all fucking pirates have an eye patch? <laughs> why, dude? Like, how? what choices did you make, bro? What terrible choices you make? oh my god oh dude they always got those fucking pegs on their feet too and like that's history we may, we're sitting here laughing at him but like <laughs> it's there for a reason oh that's so funny dude man what life choices are we making now that like the pirates it was you know it happens man i lost my eye but i gotta go get that treasure what what uh choices you think we're making now that we're like Okay, I gotta go get this money, so I'm gonna sacrifice a, a body part. Probably our like uh, mental or cardiovascular, like when people get overweight. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Because absolutely. there's a fucking fast food restaurant at every corner. Man, there we live in a time where it's the only time in history where the poor are more overweight than the wealthy. It makes if, sense. I mean, you can go to McDonald's and get terrible quality food for cheap, dude. Food is comforting. Right? And you get tired when you, when you eat. Right? You get tired of everything when you eat. So you might as well eat the right shit. Because you have to eat. You don't have to eat poorly. That's a choice. That's why I, you know, I'm not even going to say that. But... <laughs> You know, um, people have no discipline, right? And if you just looked at their life and they're at home 
right? You'd probably get it. You'd be like, yeah, I, why should I take advice from you? You don't do half of the shit that I do. Like, I know my contribution to society. So, like, when I listen to dumbass people, I'm just like, you do what the fuck you're going to do. Because ultimately, I, I don't, I'm not, even, I'm not going to take advice from you. You don't even make sense. Right? Like, your value, I value your values less than I value my own. So, I, you, I don't have anything. We're, we're standing in front of each other. Right? You're not an equal. I wonder if they think like that. I wonder if that thought ever crosses their mind. Like, man, that person is just so much more superior than I am that if we got into a debate or a fight or a financial dispute happened and we had to go to court, like who would fucking win? (laughs) And it's probably the most intelligent, successful financially person standing in front of you. I wonder if they think that they don't worry. Like you're they don't worry about it. I don't know, dude. Like I would love to fucking jump in somebody's brain and be like, what are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> like you ever want to cool. do that? It'd be freaking like, imagine going into Elon Musk's brain and you're just beside him. You're not fucking trying to become him. Right. Just, yeah. I don't want to become Elon Musk. I don't either. His life seems stressful as fuck. Yeah, I don't want to. But I would do that. love to know how his brain works. I would love to hang out with him and talk to him and discuss ideas. I have some fucking cool ideas, but I don't I don't want to I don't want to I just want you I just want to tell you my ideas. I don't want to work on them. Dude, and that's the value of words. That's the value of communication is we can we're so much more successful when we're working together as opposed to when we're not working together. Yeah. And I don't like being around people who don't want to work together. That's why I chose to run track. Our football team sucked. Not because we didn't have the potential to be great, but because we as individuals sucked. Right. I, I valued how great of a runner or like a hurdler I was. And I was like, football, I've already like, Torn a ligament in my ankle. No, thank you. I'm not going to tear a ligament in my ankle doing something that I, that where it's just me. But now that I'm a little bit older, I value and understand the importance of working together. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, we need to build a house together. No, like we can exchange ideas off of each other. Yeah. Right. We can build our legacies together and it'll be a lot easier than if you try and do it by yourself. I have a story about uh, working in a group project in high school um, that I've only told like my parents and my girlfriend um, because it ties in into working together and it just came up. So I'm going to tell it, Um, dude. So I think it was like 10th or 11th grade. It might've been 10th grade. Um, I think we were in like history or some bullshit. I don't remember the class, but I remember we had this uh, project. I think it was four of us um, doing this project. And I was in a group that I knew for a fact that I was probably going to have to do most of the work. And I wasn't the brightest student in school, dude. Like I wasn't a straight a student 
But I knew that if I didn't fucking put in my work or if I didn't try that we were all going to fail. And I didn't want to fail. I was doing it selfishly because I didn't want to fail. I was like, dude, I fucking for one, I don't I mean, I'm not a straight A student, but I also don't want to fail. So I'm going to try to do the work. I'm going to get a C. Yeah. And just fucking, you know, continue with my life. That's the type of student I was. I honestly didn't give a shit about academics at the time. But uh, I just knew, man, I was like, dude, my my group's not going to do shit. So the first day uh, our teacher got sick and she had to have like emergency surgery and she wasn't there for the week. So we had to substitute. And it was this lady who I knew for a fact wasn't paying attention to fucking shit we were doing like nothing. Um, and I noticed that the teacher left the key, the enter key book on her desk. And we were doing this project and she gave us like papers to fill out. And basically I stole that workbook and copied all the answers Obviously, I was smart enough to not get a 100% with this group project that we were doing. Um, but we made a decent grade. It was like a B plus. We didn't fail, which is fine with me. Dude, a bitch ass motherfucker in my group snitched on me. Uh, dude, we all went to the principal's office. And I knew what it was for, man, because they were all three sitting in there. And I was like, and I'm the one that stole the book, right? And we all copied it. We all got the same grade. So it was uh, it was two girls and a dude. And there was me. So two girls, two dudes. They all said that they did not steal the book. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that they had said that or that they didn't cheat. Dude, I get in there and the principal was like, oh, I got this story all fucking twisted. It wasn't somebody in my group. It was somebody in another and somebody else's group that snitched on me. Uh Um, Because I remember this bitch. I remember her. She was a grade. She was a year older than me and we were in the same class. You dumb bitch. But um, she fucking told on me because she was related to the substitute. Now that I think about it, she was related to the substitute and uh, we all went to the principal's office. They all said, no, we did not tell or we didn't like we didn't steal the book. We didn't cheat. He asked me, bro, the principal asked me, I was like, yeah, I stole the book and uh, we like we cheated. So you caught me. Dude, I got paddled and I had detention and I got a zero on my fucking homework. And I, I asked all of them, I was like, what did you guys say? Like, did you guys get paddled too? And they were like, no, we didn't. We told them that we didn't cheat. I was like, fuck. I was like, that's really unfair, dude. I literally just snitched on all of us i didn't even snitch i just told the truth and they didn't get paddled you would think that you know they'd be like hey come back here 
you're going to get paddled for lying and stealing and cheating. But uh, I did the right thing because there was another time in geometry in 10th grade uh, where, where I did cheat for a fact. And I got every single one of my questions correct. I, this is where I fucking learned to not do 100% on everything. Because they would think they knew that I would cheat. And it's geometry. You got to show your fucking work. I didn't do my work, bro. <laughs> I didn't. I just fucking put the answer 100%. <laughs> bro, this dude calls me up to his desk and he was like, he was like, either you're a genius or, and he was a sarcastic ass, dude. <laughs> you remember Mr. Furnace? <laughs> this is who I love him, bro. Oh. And I only said his name because I truly love this guy. Um, <laughs> like he follows me on Twitter, bro. It's crazy. I don't. Need, I don't even think he's on Twitter anymore. But, um, dude, he uh, he called me up to the desk and he was like, "You either you're either the most brilliant genius of all time, or you absolutely cheated." <laughs> and I was like. I was like, yeah, uh, I didn't, I mean, he was like, where's your work? And I was like, I did it in my head. He was like, that's impressive. Like in just his voice, I was like, yeah, I cheated. <laughs> and he was like, okay. He was like, I'm not going to give you a hundred, but I'm going to give you a B because you told me the truth. And I was like, okay, I appreciate that. I'm never cheating again. Dude. Dude, we had a fucking, uh, I swear to God, this is the craziest fucking thing that happened throughout high school, dude, to me, where I learned that telling the truth is always the best thing. Even though, you know, a lot of the jokes that I say are, are like lies. But any, anyways, we had our award ceremony and usually uh, they know that they're getting an award, you know, like the people... Like the kids are getting an award for being like the best in their class, um, in their specific like class. And Mr. Furnace, tenth grade geometry, his class came up and he was like, The geometry award goes to Eric Carrera in front of the whole fucking school, dude. I was like <laughs> I was like, No fucking way, dude. This was literally like two weeks, three weeks after that test. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, this dude is a fucking troll, dude. He is a savage. <laughs> so I go down there. I'll show you the picture, dude. I found the picture um, where I shook the principal's hand, and I'm I just look so fucking embarrassed <laughs> getting this re this award, bro. And uh, I was like, I I asked him. I was like, why did I get that? Like in private, I was like, why did I get that? He was like, because he told me the truth, and a lot of kids stick to their lie. And I was like, okay, I appreciate it. I was like, that was fucking funny, dude. Yeah. That he called my name in front of, like a lot of the, literally my table that we sat in, they knew that I cheated because I found that work, like the, <laughs> the key online and I fucking copied it. That's pretty cool. I, I see what he did. I fucking, I don't know if I still have that, dude. It was a pen. It's all it was was uh like the school their their like seal on a pen. That's all I got. Right. But uh 
I don't even know if I still have it, dude, but that was so funny, bro. <laughs> Poncho was like, you could hear him. We weren't sitting together, but he was like on the other side of the gym. He was like, what? <laughs> dude, David was right beside me. He was like, no fucking way. <laughs> dude, I was like, I was like, you guys have no fucking clue. <laughs> That's so cool, dude. And nobody knew, like only the people that were at my table and my fucking friends knew um why like what had happened and everyone was like oh i guess eric's a fucking genius at geometry geometry guy dude i was so bad at math man i failed every math class i ever took i'm still bad at math dude i think i think i have an actual disorder when it comes to math like dyscalculia because i yeah just like dyslexic people cannot put uh, uh, words together or like form sentences in their brain uh when they're reading yeah this calcula is the same thing but for numbers n- numeral yeah um that's a dude and it's rare but i seriously think <laughs> i think i don't like 100 percent have it because i can add and i can see numbers and i'm like okay that makes sense if it's if it's laid out but if i have to work on it i'm just like dude no fucking chance yeah I remember as a kid, I was like, I think it was third grade when we started doing multiplication. Dude, we stayed up until midnight doing my homework, like 1 a.m. And I was so sleepy. My eyes were heavy. You know, when you're sleeping, your eyes are just heavy. Yeah. And my parents, we were at the table and they were like, they, my mom would show me like five times how to do it. I started crying, dude. I was like, I don't know how to do it. And I'm tired. We stayed up all night doing my homework and I just fucking gave up, dude. I went to bed. I was like, I'll never be good at math. Growing up, dude, even in uh, like my first semester in college, the fucking professor would literally tutor me and tell me how to do it. And I would be like, I get it, but I'm going to forget as soon as you walk away. Have you ever tried like addressing that? That first thing you just said where when you were a kid. You're like, you said you'd never be good at math. No, dude. Like, I know for a fact now that I'll never be good at um, math like that because I've I've tried. Yeah. I've tried. I've, like, thought that maybe I'm just not applying enough discipline and self-focus. And it's not, dude. Like, I can do, you can fucking, I can edit a video or I can edit this podcast and it's, you know, it's going to be frustrating if something happens, but I'm I'm going to get it done. Math is not like that for me, dude. There's plenty of uh, like occurrences where I've literally had a meltdown because I cannot do the math. I need a calculator when it comes to doing like multiplication or long division because I can't fucking do it. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I, I've seriously yeah. think that I have some kind of disorder, and I'm not like boohoo. Look at me. I just fucking use a calculator because. We have one now. Yeah. Dude, everybody's so against the progression. <laughs> no, dude. Like, teachers are like, what do you think? You're going to have a calculator in your back pocket? Yes. yes. Absolutely. <laughs> now we do. It's in my fucking phone. I could pull it up in 20 seconds. Dude, people should be rewarded for just figuring shit out. I Like, I feel like there is a right way to go about things. But, like, if you can get to the answer, it shouldn't matter how you got there. Yeah. Right, it, it 
the journey is a self thing, right? But and there is discipline, right? Like if you want to be very great and you want to be able to elaborate it to people, you know, then maybe you should learn all the steps. But and I guess it is a matter of like feel, like trying to replace yourself. So like if you're a person who's very good at something, obviously you want to find like a protege, someone who can replace you in the job and that's all that school is right developing people to replace other jobs right literally school is a job placement like do you have the ability to really do this job or no right and most people are quite ambitious but they don't have the discipline to be what they want to be or become who they wish to become it's all about desire some people don't have great desires and that's okay but understand yourself and come to terms with who you are you don't have to lie to yourself you're not good at math that's okay use calculator yeah i'm I mean, not good at math I don't even use math in everyday life, man. Like nothing that I want to do with my life involves numbers, like super hard numbers. I might have to add or subtract every now and then, but I'm not, I'm not an accountant. Right. You know, I'm not a biochemist. We're not out here. We don't make enough money to have to calculate it like Elon Musk does. Yeah. And I'm sure that he may do his own numbers, but he probably hire someone to do it. No, yeah, most definitely. I mean, he's I'm a huge Elon Musk fan and, and I've literally consumed a lot of Elon Musk books, podcasts when he was on Joe Rogan. Uh just consumed a lot of the videos, like interviews and shit. And he seems like somebody who knows a lot who is or, or knows a lot about one like the the main synopsis of a subject. And he even said it on a podcast that he doesn't know everything about a fucking rocket, but he knows enough to get them by when he's talking to the experts. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm no expert when it comes to cars, but I know the basics of, uh, your transmissions out and it, it, like the second gear is not working. I can visualize it and be like, okay, yeah. Yeah. And maybe Elon Musk isn't even the dude doing the work right like he's hiring people to do the work people that are probably smarter than him he just comes up with the brilliant ideas right he's like oh why don't we add this to this <laughs> yeah a mad scientist dude like a mad genius yeah. that's what mad geniuses do why man. don't we do this to this that's right? what kanye like, west does he'll be like like his fucking release album he was like wait a minute i can add he was probably hearing it that's why it didn't come out because he said he was doing like final touches Mm-hmm. that happens all the time in when you're creating something you're like i was like no don't fucking release this yet there's something that needs to be finely tuned yeah and that's what he, that's what mad scientists do that's what elon musk does that's what kanye does that's what a lot of the greatest inventors of all time they're like that's they what just these, have an idea that's what these super rich people i think are doing they're not there's not a lot of original ideas out there all right they're just why don't we do this? And yeah. Then patent. They're not trying to reinvent the wheel. They're trying to fucking progress it, make it futuristic. 
blew my mind. Yeah. I love when I we're pretty good at vis- like putting the visual in my head, man. I enjoy that. I've been working on storytelling. Dude, you know who is uh you know who Joey Diaz is? He's a comedian. Man, he is definitely one of my favorites now. It it was uh Dave Chappelle. Um and it, Dave Chappelle is still my, one of my favorites, but right now currently it's Joey Diaz because Joey Diaz tells stories. Dave Chappelle's is he's just absolutely funny and he tells stories. Yeah. Joey Diaz is just like a it, it's his accent, it's his whole person. It's literally his whole person and what he like he lives. He'll be like, I was snorting coke off a of hooker's ass. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, that's so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> Just that right there and this his fucking New York Cuban accent is so funny, dude. And is something we it's just something about uh it's not only the intelligent because I don't it's, I'm not calling him intelligent, but I'm. It's something about a man's life that when they fucking ha- go through hell, you can you you're like, man, I bet that person went through hell to get to where they're at. Yeah. I value that person way more um, than a person that's had it easy, because you can fucking learn from that person, and they have the they have like great experiences, and when they story tell, it's so visual that you literally can visualize it in your head. And that's what I'm trying to, that's what I've like internalized myself is like, I have to basically talk like I've already experienced it. Or if I have experienced it, it's even better. Yeah. That's why a lot of like the stories of hat that have happened are so great. Like the, did you listen to the last podcast where I was talking about the time I went to the barber yeah. That was like the best story that I've told. That was because that was a crazy fucking experience oh, to yeah. me. It was that was a really good storytelling. And I, I was, was like the whole time. I was like, dude, I didn't write shit down. It was straight off the dome. I literally just wrote write about or talk about the barber experience. And that was one of the like I heard it. I'd listened to my podcast back and I was like, that was the best fucking storytelling that I've done in the whole podcast since this will be the, this is the 11th episode, the 10th episode barbershop bit was the best because I've experienced it. Yeah. So it's basically me just, uh, experiencing stuff. So I'm after this podcast, I'm going to go snort a Coke off a hooker's ass. I'm down to be (laughs) honest. Dude, no COVID. Well, I mean, what the hell is her ass got to do with me? I don't think you uh, heard, but the CDC just said that farts are now contagious and have COVID in them. Good thing I'm fully vaxxed, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marquise is out here living it wild, yeah. getting pink eye, but not COVID. Hey, we know how to treat pink eye, baby. <laughs> yeah, damn. Damn right, son. It's been around a little bit longer than COVID. Man, COVID's, uh, COVID's weird, man, and I was... This has been, I wouldn't say stressful because it's not stressful, but it is worrisome and it is, uh, it's crazy that we're experiencing something like this, man. And I was driving back from my parents today and 
I was listening to the fucking radio, which I never do. And I just stumbled across this like weird station that was like, it sounded like a info wars, man. It sounded like they were trying to knock down COVID. And I was like, there's people that actually listen to this shit. And I'm not saying that COVID is as deadly as a Spanish flu, but I'm not going to fucking downplay it and be like, it's nothing because it's definitely something, but it's not as deadly as the Spanish flu. But you shouldn't be on air and be like, yeah, it's, you know, you shouldn't get vaccinated because I'm not opposing it, but right for myself, I'm going to wait. But for other people, do what the fuck you need to do. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it, it, it almost seems damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. Right? You're, you're going to get some type of flag. Get vaccinated, you're going to get some type of flag if you're unvaccinated. So, I mean, it, it's all about what you value at the end of the day. Dude, I, got, I have to use the bathroom. Okay, we can go on a tiny break. I will uh, shut off your mic, and you can use a bat. Like you have to pee or poop. I have to pee. Okay. My kids are <laughs> starting to hurt. Don't mind the hole in the wall. Yes, sir. <laughs> that uh oh. I don't know why he didn't just piss on himself. Man, uh, while we're on break, guys, um, we were ta- we were discussing at the beginning of the podcast just random projects that the CIA has conducted. Um, you guys should definitely look into this because we I mean, we can dive into it um, and this podcast would be like six hours long. But I was looking up uh, like. Project MK Ultra and Project Artichoke, uh, things like that that have most definitely they're documented and you can go look them up. But uh, just what government entities at like the CIA um, literally have given people LSD uh, or just gave them a morphine addiction to study the just basically for for them to study and gain notes which is weird but you guys can look into that and that's what marquise and i were discussing before he before we got way off uh topic that's what happens sometimes I have this uh, crickets noise. I think the the crickets noise is so fucking funny. You pause it. 
still going. Oh. <laughs> Examining the headwear. We were, what the hell were we talking about before this? Before you had to go pee? Um, I don't remember, dude. I was. You were on a good roll. Was that? Yeah. I don't remember. I want to talk about the, uh, the idea that I had before we started the podcast about, um, how, and this is just an idea, um, 20, let's say 20 years from now, the government comes up with a law that says that if you were not vaccinated a year and a half after, uh, the vaccine was available, that you will be taxed at a higher tax bracket, higher tax rate, because you contributed to X number of deaths. And you set us back this far in the economy status. I mean, it's it's plausible. Yeah, it's highly plausible because, like I said, it, poor would stay poor, right? There's always a constant struggle with taxes every four years. So it would make sense that they're planning that far ahead yeah i mean and historically it it may not necessarily that may not have even been their agenda like we could be putting that episode like this the idea into their brain right now yeah like they could have they could be doing it and not even realizing like oh shit you know like oh i there's already mandatory vaccines like i said i can't enroll into college until i get my vaccination records and I have to check to see if I have certain vaccines that you get when you're a kid. Yeah. It's affecting my life currently. Cause I don't know if I was back. I have these old vaccinations. So you can't even get into the military too. precisely or probably go to like a, a like a third developed country, third world. You, Cause you would go over there and possibly eradicate them fuckers. Well, not only that, like you would pick up something. Or you could go there and pick up something. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes sense, right? Because it, it it's not like a foreign radical idea. The COVID vaccination is just like, you know, polio. Like, motherfucker, you want polio? Go, probably not. Hell no. It killed a lot of people. Yeah. A lot. It's history. You want to get the Black Plague? Probably not. That shit killed a lot of people. <laughs> and we didn't have shit to do. Like we there was nothing we could do to fight it except for use science. Antibacterial medication. Changed the fucking game. Nowadays we barely even need antibiotics unless we get an infection. What are the chances of you getting an infection? Right? You gotta <laughs> like slim. Like an ear infection is one of the highest uh, infections that we get we don't even get like open cut infections anymore unless you know our finger fell off and we didn't treat it like our finger got chopped off and we didn't treat it you would probably get infection but used to back in the day they would fucking get a cut and be like yeah you're dead yeah <clears throat> but uh unless or, I mean 
if you like we gotta cut it off yeah there's nothing we can do and then we fucking figured out antibacterial medication <laughs> and it changed the game the thing like science has significantly improved human life expectancy right and i'm not saying that you know the government i know that the government has my best interest they probably don't right the government's done some really disgusting things to people right and i just know that i would rather risk getting a vaccination that they're pushing because they're pushing it for a reason and i don't want to be on like I don't have enough money, power, and influence, so I'm going to listen to the people with the money, power, and influence. I'm You're, not going to listen to people that have no money, power, and influence. Otherwise, they'd be telling me what to do. You're a fucking sheep. Maybe. <laughs> I, I'm not a. Sh- I'm like, I'm not a sheep in the sense that I won't question it. And if I genuinely, like, I'm going to do my own research. I'm not going to go word of mouth. Yeah. I mean, it's, <clears throat> it would make sense that and I'm with you 100%. Um, it would make sense that the people, there's more people for the vaccine uh, than against a vaccine. Um, so it would make sense that people are like, you know what, even if the government was pushing this, I'm still going to get it because why would the government treason us in a huge population like this? Because yeah. if it's usually a project, you know, they're going to focus on a variety of people like one town or one little yeah ple- like place where if this fucking goes badly it wouldn't be a huge mess anyways what was i getting to i was i was getting to like tom brady's uh patriots man like you're going to it's basically hum like in our trait, I think it's already in our DNA to pick the winning side. Yeah. If it was Tom Brady Patriots versus the Jacksonville Jaguars, I'd be like, yeah, you know, Tom Brady has this <laughs> under control. You already know who is most likely going to win. Yeah. So the consensus would be that most people are for the va- the vaccine it would be wise to get the vaccine. It's literally like yay or nay. Yeah. And you can choose whichever one you want, but like, I imagine that people are making their decisions for a specific reason as opposed to just doing it because they're sheep. All right. And that's the idea that uh, a lot of, a lot of, uh, I don't want to say Republicans but just a lot of like people that have no, they have like no form of debate of their own or their own opinion that they have to criticize the people that get the vaccine. So in a childish manner, like you fucking sheep, isn't that, isn't that how children try to hurt each other is with tiny words like that. Like a sheep? Do I look like a sheep? Yeah, I mean, it's... You really think I'm a sheep? It's poor poor words, or poor choice of words. Yeah. It's kind of like calling a liberal a snowflake. Like, really? That's the best you got? Yeah. 
which there's serious snowflakes out there, but I think that snowflake has now become a term. It used to, it actually like has a definition now. Back then it was like, you're, you're going to melt like a snowflake because you can't handle the heat. That was like their main, that's why they were using that term. Yeah. But it's like, why would you call somebody that? And then it's like, imagine being wrong about that person. Now you just look stupid. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> we'll see how it goes, man. If I get fucking, I hope I don't get COVID, but in the long run, we'll know. Yeah. We'll know who was right and who was wrong in the long run. It's just a waiting game now. It's basically like we're in first quarter. Um, yeah. And the, we're like three minutes in. We're just trying to, you know, how's the game going? How's the crowd? Yeah. Are the coaches going to call a bad play? Who knows? We have to wait and see. Yeah. And that's the thing about science is that's exactly how it works. It, it It's constantly changing. You know, of course, the vaccine isn't going to protect you from getting COVID. They never said it was. But they have said that it significantly reduces the symptoms that you experience if you were vaccinated and I'm fine with that. If I get COVID again and I just had the like hot flashes and like the headache every now and then, and I just, you know, I was kind of down for a couple of days. Like when I had COVID, I was sick for about three or four days. Usually when I get the common cold, I'm sick for about three or four days. Symptoms may be worse, but I'm fine knowing that like, like the chances of me like being okay are higher that's enough for me personally because we're gonna get sick our bodies are deteriorating second by second moment by moment like life is a the constant perpetual struggle to delay that death process because it's gonna come for us all it doesn't matter what you do i think this is where i was going with like the astrophysicist or pimp right at the end of the day we're all gonna die and that's okay it's just you can kind of like we're manipulating what kills us Mm. yeah that's good (laughs) why don't i think about that (laughs) uh yeah man i mean who knows dude at the end of the day when it's all said and done I hope that I can go back to the podcast and be like, man, I was wrong or hell yeah, I was right. I don't want to be right. I want to be wrong, dude. I want to make sure that what I, I can say what I ingest, but I eat like shit and I, I'm literally drinking a beer. So I can't say that, but I want to know what is potentially that's the fucking most stupid shit. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> what could potentially kill me when I know I mean, this burger I, that I'm eating tomorrow is fucking contributing to a higher uh, cholesterol. But we know how that death goes and it's unpleasant. Yeah. Like, I think it's the fact that I know that if I get COVID, uh, it's going to be bad because I've already had it. Yeah. Or if I potentially die from COVID, that my last days are going to be me being sick. By yourself. By myself, quarantined. 
Like, yeah, because that's, a, that's if, a sad fucking death, man. Yeah, because if they're dying, they're uh, or if you if like your symptoms get too bad that you have to go to the doctor, they're not letting anyone in, no. not even family. Yeah. So that would fucking suck. Dying to sickness, I imagine, is one of the like worst things because, I mean, like it's you're you're literally living with your body rapidly dying right like you're not even on the regular progression scale right like your body has taken a turn for the worse and there's nothing you can do and we're conscious beings so like dying from sickness is just absolutely you know it it sucks and i hate that people have to go through that and if i can avoid like any type of sickness right like obviously all sicknesses weren't created equal but like you know i i don't see someone dying hey i know you work for the cia you just said all illnesses are not created equal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. I, I do genuinely believe that COVID is, like, man-made, but... Me too. Um, Just to finish that point, whether you are sick with cancer or sick with COVID, right? Like, you're dying. And whatever, like, we can do to remove that, like... Let's do some gene splicing, all right? Remove. Let's remove these cancer cells because it's a shitty death. Like, would you rather get fucking hit driving a car going 170 miles an hour and just like die on impact, or like die for five years, for 20 years? You know, like you know, or like imagine just getting tar- like if you if you were like diagnosed with like the worst part of cancer, like at that point you're like, all right, shit. I need to go do some crazy shit. Yeah. I'm, I, I got very limited time. But, like, most sicknesses, they just, they're... They wither away. Yeah. It's it's not a long process, but it's also not a short process. It's like a... You got, like, you know your timeline. Yeah, it's like when your candle's getting low and you're like, man, that thing could go out at any fucking minute. Yeah. I was watching, I have a candle out there that just went out and I lit it the other day and I was like, it's not going to stay lit very long because there's no wet, like the wick on the, in the wax is, it's not there anymore. It's not present. Yeah. And then I just literally saw it blow out and I was like, fuck dude, that was a good candle too. I was upset. Yeah. It's kind of like sickness. Like, I'm gonna. I'm. I want to make uh, Goodwill Hunting too, and I want to play uh, Robin Williams. And I'm gonna bleach my hair, uh, my uh, face, my arms, and uh, I'm gonna be the next Robin Williams. You're gonna be disappointed in me when I say this, but I've never seen Goodwill Hunting. Oh my fucking god, dude! Wait, is it Robin Williams and like Matt Damon? And- yeah. What well, Matt? Yeah. Uh. So. I know of the movie. I just, I've never seen it start to finish. It's so good, dude. And it was, uh, that's, that's a, such a good fucking movie, dude. I mean, we'll have to watch it. It sucks that, uh, Robin Williams fucking hung himself, dude. He was a great, like he was, he's a great mind. I mean, from him to, I think he reminds me, I don't know if you know who Ernest Hemingway is, but uh, you should definitely look into him because he reminds me a lot of uh, 
Robin Williams thinking. And uh, it sucks that it came to a tragic ending and him killing himself. Yeah. And he's, I mean, it's, they say it's depression, but who fucking knows? Or yeah. just sadness. But who knows, dude? I mean, he was, uh, a lot of the directors he worked with was, uh, like he worked with Harvey Weinstein. So who, who knows what Robin Williams knew? Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll never know now cause he's fucking dead. Yeah, man. It's, it's crazy. Cause you never know what people are going through upstairs. Yeah. Right. I get it. Some people are a lot more secure mentally than other people. But I think the people who are not secure, like, I wonder, like, are they even capable of understanding that they can, like, help themselves? Yeah. I think that most people have that self-awareness. Like, I think that, uh, like, a mental disorder or somebody that knows that they have a mental disorder is has to be one of the most taxing things to your brain because it's essentially your brain it's not like your liver is going out and your liver doesn't have a thought process it just works yeah but if you have a mental disorder you know that you have a mental disorder and you have to think with your fucking mental like your brain that you have a mental disorder it's fucked up yeah Fuck, but I can't do anything about it. But you literally can't. And you're thinking that, and you know that for a fact. Or, like, you can't open up your brain and get a new brain like you can a liver. Yeah. So it's just one of those things, like, it's an internal, or it could be, like, a chemical imbalance. Dude, maybe Norlink's gonna be fucking not evil. Yeah, I mean, who knows? That's another thing, dude. I think that if I knew more about Pfizer as a company that I would probably get it because I'm such a fucking company guy. I'm like, yeah, Elon Musk, I mean, like his Teslas are obviously really good. Great. They're great cars. And like anything out in the world, there's going to be a few catastrophes. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a fucking smart car. Like the car drives itself. There has to be some errors, right? Just like medicine. I mean, it's like progressing. There's going to be errors. Yeah. And I'm such a company man, dude, that I'm willing to put a fucking chip in my brain, but I'm not willing to put a vaccine in my fucking self. That's just weird, dude. Maybe I should uh, look into Pfizer a little more. Yeah. Because I really honestly haven't. All I know is that the U.S. government is definitely hiring one of these because the vaccines are free to us. Somebody has to be funding this. Nothing's fucking free, dude. Nothing where chemists and fucking smart, the smartest minds in the world had to come together to make this. You think they're working for free? Here's how I see it, though. The government taxes the fuck out of us. The government's paying for that shit. That's why they're pushing it. They're like, look. We paid for it. You got it. We're, we're paying for this shit. <laughs> like, y'all are paying for this shit. Yeah. All right. So it doesn't even make any sense why y'all aren't listening to us because y'all are the ones who like, what the fuck you think we collecting these taxes for, right? We tax you bitches on your taxes. Yeah. Damn. I never thought about that. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. It's like when you're at the house and you're, you're running out of groceries and you always wait, like you always eat the, the 
lesser liked, lesser favorite dinner towards groceries day, like you're always going to be like, ah, oh, I have to eat fucking lasagna. Yeah. Your parents, you like that might not be the your favorite dinner as a like family, but your mom's going to be like, I paid for it. Now I'm, you're eating it. Yeah. That's like the government dude. Yeah. It's like someone has to fucking lead us because everybody's not a leader. And a lot of people like a lot of people possess leader like qualities. And I'm not saying that I think our government leads us appropriately. I think they just do what they deem necessary for better or for worse. But they they kind of have to do that to lead a society of progression. Right, it's like okay, you motherfuckers are causing destruction, and we are trying to get away from destruction. Like when I think of the government, initially I don't think it's bad, right? They do bad shit. I, I know that, and they've done bad shit to people that look like me as well. Yeah, but like predominantly, you probably don't want to cause destruction among yourselves. So like, they do it to people who are a little bit different. But now that like we live in a society where you know we understand like oh shit like these people are okay like we probably should probably don't want to do it like that but like there's still some bad apples right and it wasn't that long ago that shit was like real fucked up like and racial issues were a lot more prevalent like racial issues are still a thing now but it's not a front it's not like a immediate thing unless you make it one Right. And also depending on where you live, like cities, with the exception of, like, exception of some, like everybody's too damn busy to be racist. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like there's not enough hours in the day to just be out here fucking like, you know, being racist to people like that shit. Imagine being a fucking racist, dude. Like that has to that has to be a like, problem. That has to be something you consume all the fucking oh, time, dude. That would fucking be tax like mind taxing. Being like, I can't if I see a if I see a minority. I swear to God, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say something. <laughs> I can't fucking think like that, dude. I have no fucking way because of thinking like that. <laughs> we're racist towards money. Yeah. Yeah, like, fuck, dude. If I see some money, I got to get that shit. (laughs) 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 Oh, it's so funny. Oh, man. That was tax break. That's like a stop sign's coming up, so I have to stop. Like, you have to think about it to be (laughs) racist. You have to think, hey, I have to be racist today. It's like you see that person and you're like, when I get closer to them, I'm going to say some <laughs> stupid shit. <laughs> oh, like, fuck. You bro. literally have to fucking think about it. <laughs> no, man. I mean, it's funny, but a lot of racist people grow up like that, dude. Like they yeah. fucking, they probably learned it from their dad or mom or their grandparents. When I was a, when I was a kid, dude, and lived in this trailer park and my neighbor's this dude, I don't know if he was a skinhead, but he was bald all the time, this white dude. And his kids, dude, they were bald too. And I remember uh, <laughs> he was tatted up, dude. I didn't even know. Like I was like, he's just my neighbor. Um, His fucking little kids, dude, like six, seven, eight years old were like, 
you beaner, you wetback, little things like that. And I was like, I was like, man, I've no like. What does that mean? I was like, I don't even know what that means, man. And I grew up, and I was like, fuck, dude. I'm pretty sure his dad was a neo-Nazi. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was just like they learned that shit. Yeah, man. But, I, I mean, you can change. You can I don't change. Know. Like, I initially, don't know you're how. only as good as your parents, right? Or the person that's raising you. Yeah. And then, like, as you get older, right? Like, there becomes a point where you become conscious. And that's the beauty of living in a first world country, right? Is we have the room to become conscious and there's and those are the functioning members of society right but like yeah they're successful like racist people but like now we live in a society where like go ahead and be racist and successful right you're gonna get fucking canceled yeah you're done <laughs> we're coming to your house you're gonna get canceled right like <laughs> you don't who wants to get fucking canceled right like we joke about it and like i'm not worried about getting canceled but like I don't have enough money, power, and influence for me to get canceled really meaning any fucking thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, like, if you're fucking Simon Cow and you say some racist shit, like, dude, you're done. Your career is done. It's finished. No network's working with you. He's going to have to start a podcast. Yeah, dude, if look what if, happened to Paul Pierce. Yeah. The man was on Instagram when strip <laughs> smoking weed. ESPN canceled his ass. <laughs> like, it's Paul Pierce. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. So, like, nobody's safe, man. But. It just, I mean, I'm not fucking, I don't think that I'm, like, out here saying some fucked up shit that's going to get me canceled. Uh, dude, I wanted to cancel you after listening to your last episode talking about smashing poop. Poo? Yeah, you were talking about how you had diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> It just came to me, bro. I was like, oh. <laughs> this dude is talking about I'm in the shower stomping it out. <laughs> yeah, dude. Ah, that was funny. I got a great laugh out of that one. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's uh, it's one of those things, man. You just have to take care of or it's going to become a fucking problem. Yeah. So, and I, I was like, I could just simmer. I could just let it simmer and just take a shower. <laughs> or I could... Fix it right now and clean my feet and just get out and not deal with it later. Poop in the toes. There's people who would just let it fester. (laughs) There's people that wouldn't shit in the shower ever in their life. Yeah. And there's people who only shit in the shower. I was listening to some podcasts and these dudes were talking about how they they don't wash below their their waist. They were like, why would I wash my legs if all I did was just walk around? Because you have fucking sweat pores and shit down there, man. And I'm listening to this, and I'm like, they think this is funny. They think this is, like, how everybody thinks. Like, no, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> like, you get in the shower, and you're like, when's the last time you washed your legs? <laughs> Dude, you can fucking tell, man. Because I remember when I was a kid, I would play outside a lot. My knees would get dirty. And when you shower as a kid, you don't get every spot. And I remember my mom got me in the shower and she was like, I'm going to shower you today. And she fucking scrubbed the piss out of my ankle, my knees, dude. <laughs> Scrubs the skin off. Dude, my knees were fucking red. I want to get my mom canceled. <laughs> uh, 
dude, my knees were fucking red. And uh, I remember looking at them and I was like, damn, they do look cleaner. Like I was less brown, bro, <laughs> from the dirt. And I just had to scrub, do some scrubbing. That's funny, dude. Some funny shit. I, I wonder how dirty we actually are, though. I think we're cleaner than people in the like 50s. Yeah. Or like the 30s. But how clean are we really? Right? Like imagine like you go take a shower. Like there's times where you do like the deep scrub. Right? And like you feel dry. But I feel the cleanest when I do that. But that only happens like maybe once a week. Sometimes I just get in the shower and I fucking I wash my body. I'm not there for a deep clean. <laughs> I'm not here for the detail. I'm not here for the detail. I'm just here for the regular wash. <laughs> like, how Sweet. often do you wash your car? But how often do you hand wash your car? Yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. It's like when you go to the car wash, you don't pick the $20 car wash every time. You'll get the $6 <laughs> one. All right, it's tw- time for the $20 one. Yeah, like, oh, I got fucking bugs in the muffler. <laughs> Man, it's just funny how everything correlates to life. Like the most simple shit is correlated to life. Absolutely. It's because it's constantly going on. Yeah, dude. Every moment is happening right now. So you might as well enjoy right now. And have good like i guess people are fucking racist because it makes them feel good right then but you know the things you do they have consequences yeah right and so like yeah it may feel good until it doesn't say it to the wrong person (laughs) say it to another non-functioning member of society yeah like there's consequences and a lot of people think that you're like maybe a pussy to the people out there that are very level-headed. There's nothing wrong with that. Because there's some destructive fucking people out there and they just want to they want you to match their energy. It's not very stoic. Remain stoic. People talk shit. Just let them talk that shit. Bro, that's bullshit. No, 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 no. People talk shit, let them talk their shit and then just remain silent. And then eventually they'll keep talking shit and then they'll understand how dumb they are when you don't respond. It's happened to me so many times where I'll talk to somebody and I'll be saying what the fuck I'm talking, like whatever it is the topic is. And then I'll be like, wait, that kind of sounds dumb. But I talk about intellectual shit <laughs> for the most part. So if that happens in an intellectual conversation, imagine how it is when you're just talking about dumb shit. Yeah, dude. Cause I've definitely, I've, tried to have intellectual conversations and then that other person is just not there. Yeah. Or uh, they just say something super... And I fucking do this. I'm a fucking clown. We'll be talking about something so serious and then I'll <laughs> get a punchline. You're fucking... Oh my God, it pisses me off. <laughs> Over the group chat, we'll be talking about something so serious, man. And I'll just throw something random. <laughs> That makes absolutely no sense. Like Dude, nothing. David does the shit too, man. His goddamn SpongeBob memes. <laughs> His Facebook header is SpongeBob. <laughs> and I commented, I was like, what does this even mean? 
I was like, dude, you're fucking crazy, man. Dude, the SpongeBob he's <laughs> Yo, I've laughed at that shit so much in the past week. Dude, I'm like, why? <laughs> That's a fucking. I enjoy the group because uh, we can have intellectual conversations, but when there's a punchline or a joke to be made, the opportunity is actually taken as, hey, he's telling a joke. Everybody listen. Yeah. And if it's good, we all have a great laugh. And if it's not, it's like, you <laughs> fucking suck, man. <laughs> We're just honest with each We're other. We're all super honest. We'd be like, shut the <laughs> fuck up. Dude, people, <laughs> he's always leaving. I'm not going to say your name, but you know who you are. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Why you been bullying him? Poncho? Oh, Kirby. I'll tell you after the podcast, but uh, it's funny, dude. Uh, We're like cool. I, I know. I, I know. We, I, it's just like our banter, right? So, yeah, you actually do know because you're in the group chat. But, yeah. Um, I forgot. I don't know why, but. We talked like the yeah. one day uh, he called or when he left the group chat, I added him back and said some fuck some fucked up shit. And uh, he texted me and he was like, why do you have to be such a fucking ass? Or uh, or something. He's, I sent him a monkey picture or something. <laughs> and he was like, you're such a dumbass." And I called him the next day because I was actually like. I hope I didn't really hurt his feelings. Yeah. And I called him and I was like, hey, man, are you cool? Are we all right? Like, I was like, I'm just fucking with you. Like, I do 99% of the time. Everything's a joke. Yeah, it's like, dude, if we were serious, you'd know. And I, like, he didn't say nothing back uh, after <laughs> since of the monkey picture. It's that monkey picture where he's at the door. He's just standing there. I know. But uh, I sent him that and he didn't say nothing, dude. And he was like, yeah, and just starts laughing. He's like, everything's cool, man. I'm at work. And I was like, okay, cool. No, nah, I mean, but we're, I mean, we're good. That's the thing I love about our group is like, we all take everything. Like, yeah, we, in the moment, we <laughs> can get butt hurt, but like, we all, like, I know for a fact that you're not attacking me. Yeah. And I know that he knows you're not attacking him, right? I just think this shit's funny, dude. No, it's we go hard. No, definitely, and we go hard. <laughs> David gets on my ass, dude. Yeah. Like he'll try to actually hurt my feelings because he knows how I am. <laughs> and when I want, when I can, in the past, before you were in a group chat, in the past, we have hurt each other's feelings like hard. Yeah, and uh, we're like, okay, we can go fucking hard <laughs> with this. Um. That's all that it is, man. I mean, it's fucking. Fu it's funny now Pushing because I just love it, man. Because we can say we can share ideas and thoughts and pictures and songs and be like, "That's whack," or "Yeah, that's good." <laughs> but uh, it's a good. I, I enjoy having company like that that is actually gonna listen. Yeah, like when we were at the when we were here watching the UFC fight. Oh man. It was such a good fucking vibe, man, from it, everyone. It was perfect, dude. I had a great time. And there's a handful of times that I've captured like that with somebody. Yeah. Uh, with literally my group of friends, and we're having a great time, and it's such a great vibe. Yeah. They're like, nothing can go wrong. Like, we're all laughing, having great a great time. Yeah. Everybody gets home safe. 
just good times, man. And that that's what it's all about, dude. Just finding those times and then really valuing them. Yeah, I was uh saw this video earlier and it said if it doesn't make you smile, don't do it. And I was like, man, you have no idea what makes me smile. <laughs> They some fucked up shit makes me smile, dude. Uh, but it's not like it's not because I'm a wicked person. It's just that I find uh, humor in the most wicked things, and I think that if comedy itself is like romance, that was uh, the first like the first actors back in Greece and Rome they would either tell a romantic story or a romantic play or a comedy. Yeah. And you could just hear the crowd like, ha 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 ha. And it's like a silent film or some shit. Yeah, man. But, uh, it's either one of those. There wasn't like action or like some fucking transformer CGI. (laughs) You had to literally be there in the moment. Yeah. Be there in the moment. And it's emotion. Yeah. Uh, like respecting what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to, I don't know where the fuck I was going with that or how that conversation started. I will say this, because that doesn't matter, but I will say this because I have something to add to this topic. At my job, I interact with a lot of people and I interact with a lot of older people. And there's this lady that came into the gym and she was telling me about all her life. And she traveled all over the world. She was in the army and she's she she said that she loves cooking and she would when she would go to these other countries she would meet someone and she would like you know be like hey teach me how to make this or give me this experience right and like that's all life is is just asking for what you want right it's communication and she was telling me that what were we talking about hold on the place, right? She was giving me some real dating advice because you know, I'm young, kidless, high standards. All right, so she was like, dude, you're going to meet people and you're going to find what you're looking for where you're looking for it at. She's like, if you want someone who works out and is fit, you're in the right place. And she's like, but if you want someone who, you know, is interested in intellectual things like you are, then you got to put yourself in that situation, you know, or you're going to find what you're looking for, but you got to look for it in the right places. And she was like, imagine you wanted to go to like a, like a, um, a play dinner or something like that, where like, it's a. A play is happening, but like they're also like serving you dinner. That'd be cool. Like, who does that? Who does that these days? Intellectuals. Intellectuals. All right. Say you wanted to go to like a museum. Museums are cool as fuck. I've always loved museums. But like, the people in my vicinity, they're not really interested in those types of things. And that's okay. And it's not my response. It's like, it's not their responsibility to be interested in the things I'm interested in. It's my responsibility to do what I want to do. And when I do that, right, when I stay in my own lane, 
I'll find people who are also interested in the same path as me. And when you find those, those are the people that are worth having in your life. And so that's why I enjoy being social. I know that was uh, the end of that was kind of out of nowhere, but that's where I took it. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. How did this lady look? Oh, she's old. How old? 70. Perfect. How, like, how did she look? Yeah. I don't think I should say that just for like, you know, like it's my job. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Scratch <laughs> that. <laughs> She's like in her 70s. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like a great lady, man. No, I mean, like she was actually um, very lovely. She's asking me for help on how to use certain machines. Nice. And we got to talking. The, I mean... I have people that listen to this podcast that are outside this country. Yeah. That uh I've seen the the analytics and demographics and it shows you a map and it lights up where people have listened to like what countries or states or towns. Uh there's like people in Germany that are that have listened to this and it's just like how much power and influence one single fucking voice can have or uh just a an opinion or a thought that i can literally tell somebody that i've never met this is weird dude yeah it's so so weird to me that we're in a time where we can do that and uh i had this bit that i was working on um and it's two hours in, so I got to hurry up. I don't want this thing to be like four hours long. But uh, the the reason why we're sewing, like, I think that the reason why people around our age who give a damn a little bit about their intelligence and their, you know, their IQ is because we're so drawn in to information that I can get a notification on my phone and know what is going on with the Olympics or something going on uh, just outside of my like living experience. Yeah, I've never experienced the Olympics and I get notifications all the time about it because that's what's going on right now. Back in the day, you have to li- you had to listen to like the Super Bowl on your fucking radio radio yeah and now we have so much information that we're kind of uh i don't know if we're censored to like we can see somebody getting chopped off in half with a chainsaw and be like damn that's pretty gruesome but i can show that to like my mom even because i have showed her something like that and she was like oh my god and she like like her she was like i've never seen nothing like that yeah and uh Back in the day, you would hear about it, but you would never have the chance to even see it. Yeah. Anybody can get online now and see somebody getting chopped in half by the Mexican cartel. It's yeah. out there. I've seen it. I have too. Back in the day, there's no way, like nobody, unless you were like a victim or 
you you like saw it, mm-hmm. you would never see it. Yeah. And now we're just so censored to this information or just like crazy information that uh we're like, oh nice, a new coronavirus. Or uh or yeah, nice somebody just got kidnapped and killed. Yeah. We're not or like another school shooting happened. But it's just we have a lot of information on our hands and we have to uh be careful. Back to what I was saying with somebody else in the country or in the world listening to I I have to be careful with the information that I tell, especially with like the vaccines and COVID, because I can definitely misinform somebody, some kid yeah. in another country. Yeah. And that's what, a, like a lot of times I, I'll even say, I'll be like, you guys got to remember this is a comedy podcast or just an entertainment podcast. I'm no fucking doctor or expert in anything. Yeah. Except the things that I've ever, like I've experienced in my own life. Um, but that's about it. I mean, I mean, it, but that's, that's real. You know, you have to be mindful of the things you say because you don't know how much power you have. Right. And the, for the most part, you don't. Right. But what it is like the way you understand it is when you do something like having a podcast, right. Just for the sake, like, I do want to bring it up, but like Kevin Samuels, he's had a crazy influence on how I carry myself as a man right had I had he not been like hey I'm gonna start a YouTube channel right, and do these live streams never would have known about this way of living <clears throat> yeah or and, known of Kevin Samuels yeah and it, it just makes me more stoic I feel in how I carry myself I've been told a lot that I'm very honest but I own my shit all right, so whenever I like, I'm not gonna do something that's gonna m- put someone else in a bad situation because I know what I'm doing, right? Definitely gonna respect the stepping stones, you know. It, my responsibility is to myself, just like your responsibility is to yourself, right? However, once you have people who are beside you and that are looking up to you right your responsibility is now to them that's what leading is about everybody can be a leader right it's all about respecting yourself enough and knowing your worth and that's what i love about kevin samuels is for me i've just been embracing my masculinity right and that doesn't involve looking down on women or thinking women are inferior no i just i know what i want in a woman right and i don't have to settle for anything less than what i want because i know my value and i'm constantly trying to increase my value for myself and with this increase is your is your characterization for women that you want changing as well? Yeah. Yeah. There there's things because when it comes to dating, right, like I think that's what's like most important, 
You know, like ultimately I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm not getting younger. Right. I can sit here and be like, oh, I want to party and all. I don't, I want to be chilling. But what I do want to do is be creating my legacy. Right. And and that's something that I, he's just taught me or that I, it, these are things that I've already known, but like I value them differently now with a different perspective, you know, and I would love to create a legacy and I don't have to do that when I'm 30 because when I'm 30, like when I turn 25, my prefrontal cortex is going to like kind of, you know, calcify and I'm going to be kind of set in my ways. And so, <clears throat> so long as I live my life in a way in which I avoid, you know, danger, I, I could live to be old and I want to experience more stuff and I want to consume more knowledge and I want to have a family. Right. But I have to start doing those things now. But I don't have to settle for, you know, another person. Right. I want to I want someone in my life who's going to inspire me to really do what I'm doing because I'm going to do it anyways. But now I want to do it for people who want to see me succeed. All right. I don't want to let them down. Right. And so I don't want to settle for someone who really doesn't care if I win or if I lose or whatever. Yeah. I don't want to associate with people who don't care if I win or if I lose. Right. For why why should I? Cuz I I know for a fact that the people that are around me, I want them to fucking win. Right? So I want to have like-minded individuals around me. And I want a partner who also wants me to succeed because I want to see them succeed. You know, it's, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's vice versa, man. You should, I don't know about a lot of people, man, but, um, I mean, yeah, would my fucking people, my fucking friends, obviously I want them to be as successful as possible. Yeah. Um, and not only successful, but happy. Yeah. That's super important. I think that I don't give a shit if, uh, you live in a box, man. Like, my buddy could live in a box as long as he's happy. Yeah. I'll be like, okay, man, at least you're happy. I'm going to be worried. Be like, yeah. I'm worried because you're living in a box, man. But if, you li- if that's what you yeah. like, then fuck it. Um, obviously, I don't have fucking f- weird friends like that. That wouldn't be... W- I don't know if that's just... That's someone you shouldn't associate with. Be like, look, I love you. But, like, I can't be messing around with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like... No, yeah, I mean, for, man. I guess you do get to choose. That's what I was trying to get to, man. You choose and fucking pick your friends, no shit. But uh, my fucking friends aren't bums, you know. Like they don't fucking just settle for whatever life is thrown at them. They fucking dig and fucking climb and go around obstacles and shit like that. So that's how I want to. That's how the way that I am is the way that I want my buddies to be. Yeah. And, uh, and we all do that shit. Like, if you look at everybody in my friend group, right? Like, yeah, we all, like, none of us are bombs. No, none of them. None of them. So, and I don't, I, dude, I really don't ever hang out with anybody that I know is a fucking bum. Dude, I got a great story to tell you, but it's going to be off air. Okay. Um, it's just fucking pissed me off. Um, <laughs> uh, Man, I don't know. I like having these conversations. You're a great guest to have on. And uh, not only a great guest, but a great friend. 
Thank you. And uh, somebody that I value closely. D-I-T-T-O, man. <clears throat> I talk about you a lot to all my buddies. You want the buddies that you haven't met. Do you want a hug? I mean, we can. You want to go to the living room and snuggle? Not really. <laughs> all right, man. Well, we're going to end the podcast there. Um, Thank you for unless having you had, me on. Unless you had anything else in mind. No. Um, this is going to be quite the edit. You know, I I have many things going on in this brain. But they ain't going nowhere. No, nah, man. Like I said, dude, I'm glad that all my friends think outside the box and we can rely on each other's opinions to be like, yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah. And that's literally all of our conversations are, oh, man, I never thought about that huh. with all of my friends. They can say something new and I'll be like, hmm, yeah, I never thought about that. Interesting. But uh, that's probably going to be the uh, name of this podcast. Never thought about that. I like that. Um, <laughs> well, man, I'll, I'll let you go because it's getting late and I appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, I'm definitely going to put his IG in the description of this video. Uh, I hope everyone has a great night or day. So thanks for tuning in. Ciao. See you.